Hello, we are Terra Nova, a horror podcast. We're hosted by Kendall and Jackie. And here we talk about everything well, horror. And this podcast is specifically for you, the horror fans, and also the non-horror fans. If you're too scared to watch the movies, it's fine. We talk about it, we discuss it, we dissect it, we laugh about it, talk about the good, the bad, the tropes, and new episodes are launched every Monday. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TerraNovaPod. And leave a review, five stars, of course, on all platforms that you listen. And last but not least, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. And tell your dog, too. Cool dog. <laughs> hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Welcome. Yo, you sound like Dory when she's speaking whale and Final Nemo, and she was like, Hello! <laughs> Can you help me? <laughs> I was actually thinking more like the it's Warriors. Again. Can you dig it? <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, classic film. Yo, one time I was on a train. Me and Armin were going to the beach one time, and we were in a train with two warriors. I am not joking. Because <laughs> they still exist. They still like they're still hopping up in Coney Island, and we took a train with two of them. That's hilarious. That movie is forever a classic. I've seen it so many times. <clears throat> I know it's such a good movie. Um, so again, as I mentioned before in other episodes, especially last week's episode, like last time, this is one of Kendall's picks. Back to back, baby. Like I mentioned before. And I'm not going to stop mentioning the fact that sometimes it's hit or miss. Sometimes he traumatizes me. Sometimes <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, Kendall? I don't want to talk to you for a while. And then sometimes it's like, wow, that was a really good movie. So this is one of them. And for this one, I have never watched this film because I grew up in a really crazy Pentecostal Christian house. I was allowed to watch horror movies. Blood and Guts, cool. If it's witchcraft, that's the devil, and I can't watch that. So... Yeah, so we're going to be doing the 1990s The Witches with one of my favorite actresses, Angelica Houston. Like, oh my God, if that woman told me I'm a piece of shit, I'd be like, yes. <laughs> yes, I am. So you say it with the same sly face you always have? Yes. I would say, yes, I am. Thank you. I wouldn't be insulted by that. I'd just be like, thank you. Because <laughs> she talked to me. Yeah, I was... I was thinking about this movie, and I was like, man, it's kind of funny. First, you did Monster Squad, and now we're doing The Witches. It's like, you know, it's like a two-part series of, like, fucked up kids, because this is, like, the ultimate <laughs> of that. <laughs> they literally wanted to kill kids. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Chances? Yo. So, <clears throat> I was telling Kendall this when we were not recording. I was like, oh, so I watched it with um my boyfriend, Armin, and he... He's watched this film several times. He told me that how, oh, yeah, I just watched this movie over and over and over again. And I was like, oh, this is my first time watching. And I told him why. He was like, well, that makes sense. They're family. Like, yeah. Watching this movie, like, well, I'm going to tell you my, my impression of it. But I'm just like, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what you say about it. You've never seen it. So. And this is a movie that's just, like, really fun. I can't remember when I first saw it. But uh, it's, it's a fun movie, even to this day. Uh, crazy as hell, scary as shit. It really makes you wonder if it's a kids' movie or not. But <laughs> that's part of the charm of it. So dead ass, yeah. Dead ass. They, they wilding in this movie. 
But, you know, we'll get right into it. So we can chop it up. We'll get right, right into it. So, 1990 movie, The Witches, based off of the book of the same title. Uh, authors whose name is slipping my mind. I think it might be the same as the director. So. No, it's it's Raul Dahl. Raul, Raul, Raul Dahl. Dahl. Yeah, it's quite a name. I know, it's really weird how to pronounce his name. Yeah, Yeah, if I'm saying it incorrectly, feel free to be like, yo, you guys didn't say it right. I'll be like, all right, whatever. But thank you. <laughs> I'd appreciate it if you tell us how to say it properly, if I'm saying it wrong. Because it's definitely, yeah, it's worth knowing. But, yeah, so the movie is based off the book of the same title. Uh, a very similar story from the book. It's not, not many changes. A few, but not many. But uh, for those who have never seen this movie, uh, really nice, really awesome star-studded cast for the most part. Like, not crazy over the top of stars, but a few you'll definitely recognize, uh, as Jackie alluded to earlier. But the story for the movie is pretty straightforward. There's this kid. He lives, he lives with his, he's pretty much visiting his grandmother in Norway. She's telling him all of these stories about witches and how witches are real and how this girl, her best friend when she was a kid, got taken away by a witch and was put inside of a painting, a painting that her father made and was like forever trapped there. And it's really, really, really crazy because you're like, this is a kid's movie. Goddamn. Uh, we're already getting into death. But as his grandmother's telling him everything about witches, like how they are, their sense of smell, what what they're after what they try things they try to do how they try to lure kids in and all of these different things like really 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 fun you think it's kind of like just a grandmother kind of telling her grandson this thing you you kind of in a way don't think much of it you're like ah which just can't be real but she's like insistent like oh no they're real and that's why i'm telling you all these stories so this kid's like really interested in stories and all of that stuff uh, unfortunately like i believe the next day his parents who also they're visiting with him they, because uh, they're visiting from America, his parents unfortunately die in like a car accident. So now the grandmother is like raising the grandson solo. Uh, that that kind of, that really sucks. They show you like you know obviously it's like really sad for the kid and sad for the grandmother. But uh, luckily, it being a child film, they don't harp on that too heavily. Like they mention it, of course, and you get like the sad scene, but they don't kind of. It's not a film that's really about dragging through the trauma of all of that. It's more so about like the kind of the fun magical experience that this kid's gonna go on when he encounters actual witches. Because his mother, his grandmother decides to send him to the, send him to Europe. They go on a vacation to Europe, and they, I mean in England, I believe specifically, and in about a hotel, which happens to be the hotel that they're basically having like a witch comic con. Like that's not what they call it, but that, <laughs> but that's what it is. All of the witches are meeting at this hotel for an event. It's supposed to be an event about how to prevent cruelty towards children, but it's really basically witch comic con because they all get together and talk about their plans to rule well mainly they get together for the for the grand high witch who is the lead she she she's the celebrity of the day and everyone's like oh my god she's so great she's so great and she's there to tell them her grand plan to rid england of of all their children and it's not in a nice <laughs> a nice like oh maybe we can just put them to sleep kind of way her grand plan is to use a potion that she made make all of the witches open all of the witches who work for her open up candy shops and put some of this potion inside of the candy so that anyone who all of the kids that eat it will turn into rats and then the world could just squash them out and get rid of them uh just the little kid luke who was the lead child he he ends up accidentally being in the same room as the witch comic con because he's there playing with his little mice kind of in secret and they accidentally catch him and he runs away from them but they catch on to him and eventually they turn him into a mouse. They turn him and they turn this other kid who's at the hotel visiting as well with his family named Bruno Jenkins, 
which has to be the blackest name I've ever heard on a white kid. Uh, <laughs> they're hanging out. They both get turned into mice, and they essentially end up going on this adventure where they're trying to not only get turned back into human, but they're also trying to prevent the witches from ex- um, laying their plan out on the rest of England. And it's really, it's really fun and really cute, and it has the scary parts, but it's really cute in its own way because these kids are trying to prevent this, of course, with the help of the grandmother who believes that they are mice and believes witches are real. The Grand Hive Witch is actually someone she's encountered before, possibly in her younger days. So it's like really, really interesting, and it's kind of a fun thing all the way. And, of course, they, they thaw the plan at the end, and they stop the witches in a really funny and interesting way. They actually turn them into the mice using a combination of the potion that they had and slipping into some food that they were going to eat. And that's how they kind of get rid of the witches for the most part. And the assistant at the end, I guess, being excited that the high grand witch is gone, the grand high witch is gone because she treated her like shit the entire film turns Luke back into a human and we have only in soon turns Bruno back into a human as well and him and his grandma kind of live happily ever after they take all of the money from the, the grand high witch and they kind of plan on taking a witch hunting adventure to go around America and kill off all of the witches <laughs> so it's like kind of dark kind of grim but at the same time really fun and like exciting to like throughout the movie and really interesting but uh first impression Jackie as you sat through that mumble jumbo how'd you like the movie or didn't like the movie Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know because again, like I watched it with my boyfriend next to me. We're watching. He's telling me how, you know, all the stuff. He said that how the movie kind of traumatized him when he was a young age. Yeah, I would never have thought in a million years if you told me this was a children. <laughs> when Bruno gets turned to a fucking mouse, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god! And then when uh, the Grand Witch turns into a rat, even I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh my god. I mean, Jim Henson, yo. Genius when it comes to puppetry. You know, he did Labyrinth, he does the Muppets. Oh, wow. You know, he did Dark Crystal. A genius. Oh, I didn't know the same man. one who did all of those. Mm-hmm. It was the studio. And... I'm just like, wow. I definitely enjoyed the movie. I really liked it. Um, it was very 90s at the beginning. I was like, <laughs> yo, this movie is so 90s. Um, I love the story. Even the beginning, I was just like, yo, this movie's kind of fucking creepy. <laughs> you know, because when the grandmother was telling, you know, Luke, um, I mean, um, Helga, who's the grandmother's name, she was just like, yeah, when I was a little girl, we had, I had a best friend named Erica. She lived next door and she was taken away from a witch. And he was like, what? <laughs> and then she told the story about how, like, yeah, the witch found her, took her, and then put her in, in, the, uh, in the portrait that her father drew. And she was there until she died. Like, she was just there growing the like, moving picture. That's fucking creepy <laughs> and, and traumatizing. Like, can you imagine that? Like, a witch takes you and then drops you in a fucking picture for all eternity? You can't do nothing? That's some scary shit. Uh, like, oh my god. They kind of talk yeah. over it really, like, briefly. Like, yeah, like, so that's kind of that's kind of crazy what happened. But I'm like, holy fuck, that is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and then when you first see, you know, Angelica Houston, who's the grand uh, witch, who I believe her name is Ever Ernest, who's the chairman of the abuse of children. <laughs> She's the chairman of it. And she was like, the fuck is this? When um the guy when Bruno's dad was talking to her about it, like, oh yeah, this and that. She's like, what is that? Her, and her assistant was just like, it's the abuse of children. Like, oh yes, yes. We we do this all for the 
children. <laughs> um, even now, when she saw the picture of the boy in the painting, she tapped it and then it just disappeared. I'm just like, wow. Oh my yeah. god. But I love how distinctive when Helga, the grandmother, tells Luke about the story of like, you know you're near a witch when her eyes are purple. It shimmers. Yeah. If she offers you things, and if she wears black gloves and wears pointy shoes, that means she's really a monster. She has an itchy waist, so she's always scratching her head. <laughs> you know, she wears all these fake human skin. And it's so crazy because, like, most children, when we see movies like this, again, I'm sorry, but kids are fucking dumb. <laughs> well, they- They'll see, they see someone and be like, you want candy? Like, uh-huh. Uh, even if you tell them, like, hey, don't do this, they're going to still do it anyway because kids, their brains are very tiny. Yeah. Like, they don't understand. No, don't stop. They don't know what that is. They're like, what? But luckily for Lou, because he's a little older, he was just like, oh, hell nah. When that witch came in, he's like, it's a boy. I have stuff for you. And he was just like, oh, hell nah. Yeah. <laughs> Get off my fucking property. <laughs> Stranger danger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he started like, screaming oh immediately. God. He was like, grandma. <laughs> Yeah, and she was like, what the I'm just here, like, no steak, here, chocolate. <laughs> and he was just like, get off my property lately. Like, freaking uh, fuzzy lumpkins from Power Rangers, <laughs> like me Powerpuff Girls. Like, get off my property. Like, that's literally what he was like, this private property, you can't be here, get the fuck out. <laughs> Stranger <laughs> danger. And I was just like, Luke is the real one, man. Luke is the real one. He ain't dumb. He ain't stupid. Like my grandmother taught At me first, well. he was like, I don't. Yeah, he's like, I didn't believe you, Grandma. And then he witnessed it. He was like, oh, shit. I see the eyes. Uh-uh. <laughs> Witches are real. Witches are real. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. And, and yeah, it, I liked their relationship. Like, Luke and her and his grandmother, it was really sweet. Yeah, it was bittersweet because their parents died, which I, I, I kind of have a theory about that. <laughs> I was watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but after the parents died, they became more closer. And I like how they became, like, a pair. Like they became partners where it's just like, hey, there's witches here. We got to take them out. And she was like, oh, yeah, let's do it. They teamed up and they were like, we got to take these bitches out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it was definitely a really fun movie. Very fucking scary. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, that is just creepy as fuck. Um. But the one thing I want to say is that I appreciate that Jim Henson and uh, the director, I believe his name is Nicholas Reg. I love how even though it's set in London, the conference room where, you know, the Grand Witch is talking about the plan, how she's scheming to kill all the children, turn them into mm-hmm. mice. I love how in the audience, I was just like, oh, okay, so there's three women of color who are here in the audience, so it's not all just white. Okay, cool. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been like, of course it's white witches. <laughs> of fucking course. I think there was an Asian one, too. Of course. Yeah, and that was, that was uh, yeah, there was four women of color. There was, uh, there was two Asians. There was one Asian, there was a South Asian, and then there was two black women, too, that was sitting there in the audience. Yeah. So there was four women of color. So I was like, you know what? I appreciate that. I'll take it. It should have been more, but whatever. <laughs> um, you know, because we don't fuck with kids. We would never kill them. <laughs> I would never do that. I would never poison them. But I'll just be like, I, I, I don't care. Not my problem. That's your problem. Um, <laughs> but 
Yeah, watching that whole thing and their whole plan, and I love the how every time she tries to say children, she wants to vomit. <laughs> she's like, children. Like, I love that. And I was just like, yo, this is worse than fucking Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is worse than Hocus Pocus. Because, I mean, yeah, they fucking hated children, too. I mean, come on. Winifred said, I always wanted to have a child, but I think I'll have one on toast. This is different. <laughs> they were that I was just like, we just want to get rid of them because fucking they're disgusting. They're gross. They're, they smelled. They're they're taking over the population. Now nah, let's get rid of them, fam. Let's just poison them and just get on with our lives. Pretty much. Like, yeah, they was like, we need to just eliminate these motherfuckers right now. Like, I'm just tired of them. They didn't even feel like they had great reasons. They were just like, oh, I just don't like them. Like, I'm not fond of them. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it really was like Dracula <laughs> in the <laughs> 90s with the whole, like, like, fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah, it all came full circle. Care. I've actually, I kind of forgot that a little bit. Like, so when, we, when we put the schedule together to put these movies back to back, I didn't even consider that at the time. I was just like, oh, these are two fun movies that I really enjoy. And then now I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, they, they really wanted the kids gone. Like, <laughs> Dracula was like, fuck them kids. And now freaking the Grand Witch was just like, and her little witch foot, like, fuck kids. <laughs> she was like, fuck all kids. Like, they probably would have killed all of England and went to America and killed everybody there. Like, they were just not with it. And that's what they were planning. That was their plan, to, to eliminate the children in London and then go to America and eliminate the children there. And I'm just like, damn, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but what? <laughs> like, oh, my God. I mean, that would have been dope that they, if, I don't know, like, if there's more books that uh, Dow wrote. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's. I mean, I, I mean, doing the research for this, I did find out that how this movie was the last project Jim Henson worked on before he died, and yeah. it was also the last book that was adapted to something before the author Roald Dow did before he died as well. Um, but I do wonder if there was other books he wrote before that followed this. If not, like that would have been dope to see what it was like. If, like, he did a book about Luke and his grandmother hunting witches in America. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's go on adventure, son. That just sounds let's funny. Let's find some witches. I can believe it, though, because his grandmother crazy. was a gangster. She was smoking cigars while the doctor Hell was diagnosing yeah. her with diabetes. <laughs> doctor yeah. was like, yeah, you know, you passed out. She sugar kind of high. You might get kind of diabetic. She was like, oh. Meanwhile, she's, like, about to light her cigar. She's like, you probably shouldn't be smoking that either. She was like, eh. <laughs> I'm like, Grandma, G. She was. She was mad gangster. She's like, I don't fucking care. Fuck these butches. I, I got you, grandson. I got you. <laughs> she gave Bruno peanuts. He's like, you have peanuts, mom. <laughs> and he was like, here you go. <laughs> like, I mean, Bruno, man. Fucking Bruno. Like, what the fuck? He just wanted to eat. <laughs> his parents. <laughs> I know, but his parents really did not give a shit. They're like one of the rich parents that just have kids just to have kids just to go where they have a child. But they don't really yeah. care about them. I mean, he knew their drinking schedule. Like his gra- like loose grandmother looked at him when she- when he talked about oh yeah they're gonna have this drink and then that drink at this time and blah 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 and she <laughs> looked at him like what yeah she was like, uh, like you're okay. a child I know I'm like clearly they drink around with their son and she he's just like yeah that's what we did blah, 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 blah. like oh my god but Bruno man it's fucking crazy um. But yeah, Angelica Houston, because I love Angelica Houston. Yeah, she's great. Like, I I really love that woman. Like, I fucking love that woman. 
Like she's just so amazing. I love how she has a resting bitch face. <laughs> but yeah, she's like the the nicest person you will ever meet. Because I heard people who say that how like, oh yeah, she's very nice. She's very kind. She's very sweet. But she has resting bitch face. I love how it comes. Like it makes her seem <laughs> intimidating in any role she does. She always plays the bitch. You realize that, that right? That is kind of true. Like she's always a vi- except for the Adams family. It's the only time where she didn't play a villain. Oh, wow. But she's always playing a villain or some woman of power. That is always her role, and I think it's because the fact that her face and just the way she is. Like, she just has that whole, like, I will slap the shit out of you. And I'm like, you know what? I probably deserve it. Thank <laughs> you, Angelica Houston. I probably, the same thing with, like, like, like um, a lot of actors I feel that way about. We said about <laughs> like, Angela Bassett. I feel that way about a lot of actors. Yeah, if she slapped me and said I'm garbage, I'd be like, yes, thank you. Thank you, Angelica Bassett. You're right. You're right. Or if if Eva Green did that to me, I'd be like, thank you. You're oh, right. Eva. Yes, I deserve to be slapped. <laughs> I deserve all that. Yes, I love strong women. Okay. Yeah. No. Same. Same. <laughs> but, uh, and um, she's Angelica Houston. She's like she's great. She's she's really great. I think I think the the first time I saw this movie, I I didn't realize that she was Morticia from Adam's Family. I was just like, yeah, why does her face look familiar? And I couldn't remember. I think I ended up having to look it up, and I was like, oh, because like. She looks like kind of drastically different, but like high fashion just seems to be, I don't know, it must be in her contract because she don't never look bad. <laughs> like from row to row, she be having it's the like, best looks. Um, it's like Will Smith in his contract, he's always granted a good car. Yeah. You realize that, right? In every Will Smith movie, that. he always has a fucking banging car. That is ha- That has to be in his contract. <laughs> like, if you do this movie, You'll get a fly car. He'll be like, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take the role. You know, you. I didn't even realize that until you just now, but you're 100% right. He really does always have one. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that same thing applied <laughs> for fashion, though, because, yeah, her, her outfits is on point. Like, the whole movie, she she looked great. Her outfits look great. Like, she, she just looks like a model, like, regardless of age. Like, I think now she's, like, almost, she's, like, 70 or pushing 80, but she still looks great. Like, she just has a look, like, a very, very unique look. I know. I was shook. I was like kind of shocked when I saw her in John Wick three, and I was like, "Wait, wait, is that Angelica Houston? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god!" And she was and she, like, you know, with her um, who was she in John Wick? With her strong Russian, she was um, I I forgot. I think she was like a mediator that he had to go to to try to escape, uh, and she was like this Russian woman who had like a like she was part of the Russian mob. Like, she had a ballet, she had her business underneath the whole ballet theater in Russia, and she was just like, what do you think you're going, John Wick? And I'm just like, if I was him, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just here. Please be nice to me. But yeah, like, she was just, like, telling him all these two cents, and she was just like, you know, they're gonna kill you, right? And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I do remember her character. But yeah. Yeah, it's just like, she also looked very different in the film. Because the makeup and the way she was dressed, mm-hmm. her hair. Like, I didn't recognize her at first. I thought she was someone else that I knew. And I was like, wait, why did she look like this? Who is that? And I found that was Angelica Houston. That's crazy. But, yeah, she's amazing. Like, again, she always plays the villain. Does it well. Like, I know. And the other, the only other person I know who does it as well as her is Glenn Close. Because Glenn Close is also an amazing fucking... I'm surprised yeah. she wasn't in this movie. 
<laughs> like Glenn Close would have also did a whole like <laughs> crazy role because she likes doing that shit too. She's always good at playing the villain because Glenn Close is just that good of an actor. Yeah, and honestly, it's she just too, more if fun she... to be the villain. <laughs> Yeah, and, but Glenn Close too. If she slapped me and said I'm garbage, I'd be like, you know what, Glenn Close? Yes, <laughs> thank you. I probably am. So, yeah, that's my tidbit. Now everyone knows that I have a fetish of strong women slapping me. <laughs> <laughs> I am not sorry. It's so specific, but let's roll with it. Why not? <laughs> and I would just again, I am not word, sorry. And I would just say, Angelica Houston. That's a that's a dope ass like typecast be cast as like always as like a strong woman or even like a villain that's a dope type cast in my opinion i think if even the other actress i forgot her name it's slipping my mind uh might have to look it up but she was she she was in game of thrones i think her character's name in game of thrones was cersei's or something like that yeah oh no oh my god yo she is fucking amazing like she again her too she has that strong persona that strong resting bitch face. yeah she just has that whole like oh and it's funny because like i mean we're kind of getting off topic for a bit for Game of Thrones fans. I, I'm sure they know this, but she has said that every time we go to Comic-Con, fans walk up to her and be like, you're a fucking bitch. I hope you die. <laughs> God damn. She never gets insulted by that. She never feels this type of way. She's just like, thank you. And she said in an interview and people do that. That means I did my fucking role. Right. Yeah, her name is I did Lena right. Hetty. That's her name. Yeah, and she said that. She was like, that means I did the role perfect. If they can hate you and not not like take away like i mean not take away but like, not get like, violent or nothing like that for the yeah. character yeah or like see you as the character not as the actress that just shows that you're you did your role so well that they just hate you yeah she's she's great everything i've ever seen in it, she was great she was great in the terminator sarah connor chronicles which that show was fantastic she was really good in that she was great in dread as the villain uh, i think her name was like malma and 300 yeah, and she was in 300 i think she, she was the, the wife i think to leonidas yeah, she's mm-hmm. great in everything. She was in the first one, and she was in the second one, too. The second 300. Yeah, she too. was. She'd be shit out of Eva Green. <laughs> She'd be like, this is for my men. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. It's a, it's fighting. It's two women fighting. I'm just here like Michael Jackson eating popcorn. <laughs> like, oh, my God, this is great. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Yeah, it's obviously, that's a dope typecast right there. She She's always thinking strong women characters, and if I think of her, she, yeah, she, she does a damn thing. She does a damn thing. Yeah, and that's dope. Yeah, this movie is really fun, though. Man. Going back to the movie, this movie is like super fun. The characters are hilarious. What was it? My man Pee Wee Harmon was in it. Is that what that was? I forgot his name. Uh, <laughs> no, that was Mr. Mr. Bean. Bean. Yeah, Mr. That Bean. That was Mr. Bean. I was like, oh, man, I forgot he was in this movie. That shit cracked me up. Seeing him like kind of try to be serious the whole movie just made me laugh every time he was on screen. Yeah, it was because so, when I first noticed him, I was like, oh, shit, it's Mr. Bean. It's so weird seeing him in roles where he's playing like a real person yeah <laughs> because you know how in every movie he's in he's always either mr bean or he's playing some weird like whimsical character yeah. i'm just like okay this is this is a pay this is a playoff of mr bean but yeah he was he was a very he so he was the hotel manager i believe mm-hmm. and through the whole entire film guys he's just so fucking stressed <laughs> <He's> just <laughs> so stressed the whole entire movie like one of his maids that he's sleeping with is like, I see mice! Ah! And he's trying to get into Luke's face. And again, Grandma G, man. G Grandma was just like, Oh, I can't wait to tell the health department that I found rats in your kitchen. Oh, no. And he was just like, You fucking bitch. <laughs> that um, is pretty much how he wanted to reply. <laughs> yeah, like he's trying to be very, like, you know, charming to, you know, the Grand Witch. 
Uh, he's trying to make sure that everything's perfect. He's stressing over the food. He's stressing over the, the rooms. He's just like, oh, my God. And, you know, I love when the big reveal happens that all the witches get exposed at the end. And yeah. you see him with a fucking cleaver. It's <laughs> just like, <laughs> I'm going to kill all these mice. And he's like, over here, over there, over here. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, the fucking uh, the cleaver has blood on it. I'm like, wow, this movie's like really going there. Fucking wild, man. But yeah, it, it was just it was just so funny seeing him, like, not as whimsical, but he was just always fucking stressed. <laughs> like, he was hard always to run stressed. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to run a hotel when it's a hotel for witches. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, what's going on? Witch Comic Con, it's hard to keep things intact. <laughs> <laughs> it really, I mean, even when they had the conference and, like, you know, uh, Angelica Houston's character, uh, what's her name again? Eva Ernest, Miss Ernest, yeah. like she destroyed a witch because she was questioning <laughs> her motives. So like, well, how are we gonna get rid of Valentine? She's like, you good question, me. And she did that whole spell and did laser eyes on her ass like twice <laughs> and just turned into dust. I love that scene. And you see, yeah, you see this man with like the other, like the other assistant, like the, the clerk that's behind the desk, and the wind is blowing. There's papers everywhere. He was just like, bloody hell, what's going on? I'm like, are you not going to go check the room? Like, is this just another Saturday to you that you're just like, what's going on? Like, dude, this is some supernatural shit. How are you not freaking out about this? Your, your assistant, your desk clerk is like being like, <laughs> and you're just here like, what's, uh, what is going on? Oh, my God. Like, you're not going to go investigate. You're not going to knock on the door and be like, is everything okay, yeah, ladies? We're... You're just going to sit there and just be like, Whatever. They literally dragged the kid from his own hotel room back into the main room just so they could turn him into the house. I'm like, nobody's sort of dragging this kid. <laughs> they didn't even drag. No, they didn't drag him. Bruno walked on his own free will by him. Yeah, yeah but I'm Luke. Surprised if Luke, I'm okay. talking about Luke. They carried no, him. Yeah, Bruno, Luke, yeah, yeah. They, they no. tricked Bruno to come in. All they had to do was say, we're going to give you some candy bars. But Luke, they literally captured him at his room. While his grandma was basically drugged and asleep, and then carried him back to the room to turn him in. I'm like, nobody sort of to carry this kid around. This fucking mob of people. Like you would think the staff. The same thing with Bruno. Like, how are you seeing a child unaccompanied? He's walking into a conference room that apparently a conference is happening. Yeah. Who like 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 I know the manager was outside with a desk clerk. They were right outside. I'm sure they would have seen someone like, where are you going, son? Like, ah, like, it was very poorly managed. I mean, I'm sorry. One star. Actually, no stars. This is going on Yelp. <laughs> this was terrible. Bad service. <laughs> the cook is disgusting. He takes gar- He takes food from the garbage and feeds it to his guests. <laughs> like, you know what? Negative. That's, that's my rating for this hotel. It was garbage. It was cock. Trash hotel. They did their best, but they hosting witches. I can't fuck with y'all. Even the even the chef, you saw what he did when some kid, when, I think one of the guests wanted like some fish or some shit like that, and he was like, "I got your fish," and he took it out the garbage, cleaned it, and was like, "Here you go, <laughs> fresh food." I'm just like, "Dude, that's fucking disgusting, man!" Like, Only in a kids' movie. And then you're letting this happen, like freaking the manager is just like, "Just, just bring it out, just bring it out." I'm like, "Dude, you're fucking disgusting, <laughs> man!" Like. Why are you in business? Why is this hotel? Because he hosts wishes. That's business. why he in business. Because he hosts wishes. They keep him afloat when they host their Comic Con every year. They keep him afloat. Because uh, even with the with the funny thing that had me dying, like with Bruno, remember when he first met Luke and he was over there eating like the 
the cakes, like the raisin, the cakes that have raisin on it. And then when they ran into the hotel manager later and he was talking about the mice and she was like, I have mice. He was like, we don't have any mice. And then uh, Luke was even like, look at the bites around the cakes. It was like Bruno left from there. I'm like, nobody saw this kid biting around the edges of all these cakes. <laughs> nobody ever changed them out. Like, what the hell? Yeah, for real. And I think Luke was like, I mean, Bruno and Luke at the, at the time before the grand dinner happened, I think they were the only two that were in the hotel. For the most part, yeah. Until, like, when they were doing the grand dinner, I think that's when other people were bringing, like, coming over, families coming over, blah, blah. But I think at the beginning, yeah, it was only Bruno and Luke who were there <clears throat> as kids. And then they were just like, we cannot wait to have this grand dinner. This cost me a ha <laughs> So. This movie had mad, random, like, dark wild, moments man. that, like, kind of like, hold on, how the fuck did you do that? Like, when they, after, after the reveal of the witches, and you know, when uh, Luke jumps out, because they smell him, and they go hunting him, and they start running after him. And you see, like, this lady take, kind of taking a nap on the bench with the stroller next to her, and then the Grand High Witch just pushes it down the hill. I'm like, yo, they just allowed a baby to get pushed down the hill in a stroller in <laughs> this movie. And it- <laughs> yeah, I know. I love how, like, she, she's, like, holding her nose. Then look at the baby. She's like, oh, little baby. And she's like, bye-bye. She's, I'm like, oh, my God. That's why I said, like, that, yo. This is fucking worse than Hocus Pocus because those witches never did shit like that. I mean, not for what we saw. All they did was drain the life out of children. I mean, that's still kind of bad, but nothing like that. Nothing that severe. <laughs> they were just like, we just want to be young, son. Yeah. We don't care. If Luke didn't stop that stroller, that baby would have been dead. That's crazy. I know, and I think that I think that was the whole idea. Was I mean, not just killing the baby, but, but they were like, okay, we know this kid is going to save that kid. We know it's gonna happen, so let's just go. You see all the witches like, oh, a baby. And one of them was like, oh, how lovely, how lovely. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> one of them was like on the rocks near the ocean. And she's like, oh, I love you. She's like clapping her hands up and like all fucking happy. I'm like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, a stroller on the ramp. A stroller on the ramp. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, this is, what the fuck? Like, oh my God. This movie's wild. Like, this is. Imagine reading that shit this in the This is book. definitely like, a gateway oh movie. Imagine read it as a kid. I you'd could be imagine. like, hold oh, up, they tried to kill a baby? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, it's just crazy. Shit is crazy. Oh, God. Like, and I don't know if it gets to it yet, but the fucking, the witch reveal, like, when they take off their faces, like, oh, my God. Like, it's fucking hideous. Like, the high, the grand high witch looks incredibly hideous, but even the, the audience, they look ju- just as hideous. Like, down the same level as her, but holy fuck. Like, yeah, like weird bubbles. I know they have like nasty teeth. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it was just like, wow. But yeah, the Grand Witch was just so like, she looked like a typical witch from a fairy yeah. tale. Ugly. Like, very typical. Yeah, long nails, the big nose, the warts, the hunchback, the hair. Like, oh my God. And it what's crazy is that, so like, when I was reading the articles about the film, um, apparently it took six hours just to get all of that prosthetic and makeup on Angelica Houston. I can believe that. That's an entirely different to person filming. standing there, that witch. And she said that when it came to the scene for the conference, when she's standing there at the big reveal, she's talking to, to the other women. She said how, like, that scene was the hardest to film because of the makeup and the lights and the room 
and she was saying that how like it was really hard like you know it was tough sometimes it was hard to breathe um and i imagine because you're basically coated in ounces and ounces of like prosthetics and makeup and i could imagine it was difficult for her yeah for sure to that scene but but props to her for doing it yeah, and you know again props to her for changing her voice <laughs> you know <laughs> she was just like like you know she was like normal and then she changed to a really strong like like um european actress like voice like accent yeah or she was just like you know well, what are you going to do like you know stuff like that <laughs> but i would say my two favorite lines from that fucking movie was when that girl was just like was just like was like yes we're passing them all, yes. And she was just like, and you risk getting caught? And she was just like, you're, <laughs> yeah, you, for poisoning you, you them. brainless bumpkin? <laughs> you brainless bumpkin? <laughs> you blittering bumper? Yeah, she was like, we're not humans, we're witches. We use magic for everything. I was like, she is so right. Like, we don't stab or shoot things. We just use magic. <laughs> but those two lines, like, <laughs> you brainless bumpkin, you blithering bumpkin, Bug vomper. Yo, Armin told me he was like, yo, pause it and rewind it. What the fuck did she just <laughs> say? And I was like, she's like bug vomper. We had to look it up. Because we're like, what is that? What is she calling her? And apparently that's a made up word that Dao made up for the book. <laughs> that's just a made up word. But it was so like it's in the book, but then it ended up being in a dictionary and it does mean idiot. It's it means idiot, like you're stupid. And I'm just like, oh my god! But yeah, I like that. She was just like, she was like, only magic, only witches use magic. <laughs> and she said it so angrily too, like they don't know. I mean, they probably didn't know because she was just like, she's like, you're disappointing me. <laughs> you are all useless. Yeah, because she was straight up the the, the diva, the, basically the Beyonce of the group. She was just like, she was living it. She 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 kind of treated everybody like shit, especially her assistant. Like everybody they went down to have dinner, and her sister was coming. She was like, no. You, are, you work for me. You're staff. Go back to your room. We're going to have fun. I was like, damn. <laughs> like, she was a Beyonce throughout everything. She was just like, I am the shit. Like, even the way she took her jacket off and she threw her heads up and everybody was like, oh, my God. Was their mind? I was like, yo, this is hilarious. This really is what it's like to, like, see a celebrity. <laughs> I know. One of them stood up and was just like, yes. Oh, my God. And she stood down like, oh, my God. Did someone see me? Did someone see me? I'm like, we all saw you. <laughs> We all saw you stand up and wave your hand like a, like a crazy person. We all saw that you. That was too funny. We all did. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was just this movie was just so. But yeah, those are my two favorite lines <laughs> in the fucking movie. <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, the transformation was fucking dark. <laughs> like I'm watching it, I'm seeing Bruno. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm seeing Bruno turn into a mouse, like the way his head is like bopping back and forth, <laughs> going crazy. And I'm I'm there and I'm like the whole time I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. What the fuck? Like that's literally me. My my voice went up and Armin's just like they're like, yeah, it's crazy. The movie yeah, traumatized me. That whole scene It's pretty scared. fucking grim for a children's tale. Like it's one thing if they just did like a puff of smoke and then it was like a mouse it was like Nah, you see their face transforming and all this shit and the smoke. Like it, it's pretty detailed. It, lo- it looks almost like something out of like American Werewolf in London or like fucking from Dust of Dawn when that giant rat vampire thing came. <laughs> I mean, that scene kind of reminded me of Pinocchio. Like when they start turning to donkeys, when they start oh, acting yeah. bad. That scene was, yo, that shit was fucking disturbing. When Pinocchio sees everybody turn to donkeys, he's like, I don't want to turn to the donkey. 
And one of them, yo, that scene, that whole movie traumatized me as a kid. Pinocchio. It was dark. It was, it was crazy. a Disney movie. Animated Disney movie. I mean, I know it's based on the Grim Tales, but I couldn't imagine how dark it really was in Grim Tales. Yeah. But like, what the fuck? You know, Disney be wild. <laughs> it was like one of the kids. I know, one of the kids were just like, he was just like, I want to go home. I don't want to be punished. And you like, you're there crying like a baby. Like, oh my God, this is terrible. I don't want to be bad ever again. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, if you act bad, you're going to turn to a fucking donkey. <laughs> so. But yeah, this shit was disturbing. Like the whole time, I'm just like, am I watching? Oh my God. Um, yo, this shit was crazy. Oh my God. But um, I, I read that how Jim Henson took 14 weeks. Yeah, to get it down. On the transformation. Yeah. Because he wanted to make it look like really good and perfect for the movie. And again, Jim Henson is a genius when it comes to puppeteers and animatronics and all this stuff. And, and you know, all this like prosthetics. Because again, he did The Labyrinth. And The Labyrinth was like one of my favorite films. Um, yeah, I still got to see that movie. He did that movie. He did Dark Crystal, which they had a series. You know, on yeah, Netflix, I heard about it was that. canceled, unfortunately. It was also very beautiful. Um, he gave birth to freaking Kermit the Frog, <laughs> the Muppets. <laughs> you know, the Muppets are the birth of I Jim Henson Kermit. that came from his studio. Yeah, so he really was an amazing person with his, with his talents, you know. And it shows here. It really, sh- And that's what he's known for. He's known for that. He's known for doing the whole puppetry. And, Sometimes shit that's like mad fucking dark and scary and just like oh my fucking god. I mean the library scared the shit. I mean as a kid too. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I heard that's a scary um, movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it. Wow. I mean, it's beautiful. As a child it scared the shit out of me. But as an adult, it's just a beautiful movie. Kinda dark with the whole theme of it. But you know, it's David Bowie and you see his very giant bulge. So you can <laughs> love that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Um, but yeah, like this was just fucking it was amazing. Like it was really good. Like this was just fun. I love the dinner table. When um <clears throat> when Luke tells the grandmother after he's turned, like what they're planning to do, and he was like, We have to find it, we have to find the serum, we have to trick them, make them make them eat it, so otherwise they're gonna take all the children away. And the grandmother kept going back and forth about it. I mean, I get it because she was just like, let's just wait, let's get away from here. You know, I don't want to be here anymore. But he was just like, no, we got to stop them. If not us, then who? And I love how he tricked, not tricked, but like, I love how he put the whole vial of the 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 poison. Yeah, Yeah, he put them in the soup. And then the girl was like turning into a mouse while the the (laughs) chef. The girl who was like putting some of it like on her on her neck when she went to the grandmaster, the, the grand witch uh room and she's like, Oh, is this perfume? Okay, Medelsa, Medelsa. <laughs> and the manager was just like, Oh my god, and she's like, Why but what is it? You see like hair growing on her yep. neck. Um and I love how they're all start turning into mice and everyone is freaking out. They're like, What is this? <laughs> and Helga the grandma with grandma was like, They're witches. <laughs> she's the grand witch. That's who's turned your son into a mouse. Yeah. Um, you know, I wish they would have got into uh, the, the encounter that the Grand, Witch had, Grand High Witch had with the grandmother when she was younger. Because she's like, because oh, at one point the Grand High Witch even goes, oh, my nemesis lives upstairs. She's much older now. 
But like, I'm like, what the hell happened that made you guys like sworn enemies? Like, what did you did you try to kidnap her and you couldn't? Like, I want to know. I would love to know what happened there. That made the because even the grandmother's like she lost a finger because of a witch. Oh, I would love to know what happened in the grandmother's like childhood or whatever that led to their encounter. At least for them to remember each other. I mean, I mean, from briefly when she mentioned that how she knew about Erica, she knew about the witch that lived next door. I think the witch that lived next door was this was was the grand witch, but she had a different face. That's possible. So you could be right. So I think it's I think it's that, and that's what I was saying. But the theory thing. So when her parents, when when Lou's parents go out, and the the, the 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 cops was just like, oh, this happened. What we have was like you know her dress. I think maybe that was planned because the fact that that's her nemesis. Like I feel mm-hmm. like she was still kind of plotting in some sense. Like I need to get rid of this fucking bitch. <laughs> I need to kill this woman. So I think like how she was like getting close and close to it. I guess that that would make sense. Like, yes, unfortunately, it's never confirmed or like really mentioned. They just kind of say it was just an accident. But that that would make sense because it's like, ah, this one girl's one who got away. And the grandmother seems to be, at least from what we understand in this world, the grandmother seems to be the only one that's like truly aware that like witches are a thing. Everybody else just kind of seems to exist and nobody even considers it. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if she's like one of the few that they're like, we should probably get rid of because she's aware that we even exist. So I wouldn't be too shocked if that was the case, if they did lead to his parents, Luke's parents dying. Yeah, because it just seems so much like coincidental. Because remember, they were planning on taking Luke back to America. Yeah. But it didn't happen after the parents died. And then he was stuck staying in Norway with the grandmother. And then I feel like if that if that whole thing didn't ever happen, his parents were still alive, they would have led to America and he would have never met that witch. Yeah, most likely. That was trying to coast him. Yeah, because even when he was like, Grandma, Grandma, and she was like, she can't hear you. Like, how do you know that? Yeah. Like, were you spying on them? Were you watching them? Like, what? And, and, and I that feel same like, witch yeah, was the at the con. Mas- yes, she was. And I feel like the Grand Witch of course, she's the one that set the rule out of like, I need you guys to do this. You have to coast him with chocolate. You gotta do this. Gotta do that. Um, and yeah, That's I think possible. it was. I think it kind of, kind of was tied to that. I mean, they probably explain it more in the books. Maybe yeah. like maybe they explain it more because you know, because you know, I mean, we talked about this before. Like when me and you do films that were adapted from a book, they always like minimize what is in. The movie from the book, so of course they're gonna take certain things out. Um, yeah. so that relationship was probably in the book of like the grandmother and the grand witch and their whole rivalry. And it, again, it could have been the same witch that that kidnapped Erica, and that's how she knew about it. Yeah, it's all possible. It's all possible. Yeah, it's really interesting how the world kind of like developed. This movie is really fun, man. It's a, it's a, I know they remade it, obviously, like they remade it with last year with Anne Hathaway as the lead and uh, as the Grand High Witch. I didn't see it, but uh, based on the trailers and stuff like that that I did see of it, I was like, how the witches looked. I'm like, they don't look nowhere near as terrifying as they used to. I don't know if it's because maybe with our standards now, people are like, that's a bit much for kids, or maybe they just went with a safer option because they probably didn't even use as much practical effects. I don't know, but it, it, I'm assuming it was the same movie I mean- pretty much. I've also heard a lot of negative reviews about it. Like, a lot of people weren't really appreciative of it. They're just like, 
we didn't ask for this. It's not the same thing. You changed a lot of things. This is not the same stuff. It doesn't hold the same thing. And I mean, I think we talked about this before. I think when we did something else that was remade. Mm-hmm. And I had mentioned that how sometimes you wonder who's the one really saying this. Is it the people who grew up with the original one, who has a more connection with the original one, who doesn't appreciate what they did in the new one? Or is it new people who now just discovered it and want to introduce their kids to it and they're like, this wasn't even scary. What the fuck? My kid wasn't scared. <laughs> I, yeah. So it's like we still have to like determine like who's really saying that. I mean, for the time, again, for us, when they made The Incredibles 2, that was for us. That was for the fans to watch the first yeah. one. They made that movie for us. When they did Finding, Finding Dory, that also was for us. That wasn't for like new audiences. That was for us who watched Finding Dory. Yeah. So a similar thing could have happened here. So it, could have, it could have been made for mm-hmm. the new generation. And as you said, people who grew up with it were like, ah, this isn't the film I remember. This isn't as crazy. Which is always, I always say that's a fair assumption if, if a property has changed in ways that you don't like based on what you used to like about it. Like, I'm sure there are people who don't like... No, I'm not even just sure. I'm certain there are people who don't like different versions of Batman because we've gotten 30 versions of them at this point. I'm sure some people don't like certain versions of the character. They're used to experiencing them a certain way. Same with every other IP that's out there. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was a combination. For me, I knew I wasn't really interested because I actually watched the original, like, literally earlier last year before they were even making one. I just saw it. I watched it on Netflix because I was like, oh, I haven't seen this in a while. I wasn't sure if I've seen it before at that point. So I just watched it and was like, wow, that was really fun. But then remaking it, I was like, ah, the witches don't look as scary. But also with me, it's always hard to get me in particular for remakes. Like, I can't speak for everybody's opinion. But for me, with remakes, it's like, I'm cool with a remake if I think you're changing it entirely. And then depending on what the property is, whether or not I want to, like, see it again. But I'm, I'm generally okay with remakes i don't mind giving them a shot like i even though people hate it i did see the remake for friday for nightmare on elm street i was like this is all right like there's certain things about it i like there's certain things about it i don't like um but it wasn't like an exact copy of the original film which is good because i think it's easier to like analyze and kind of examine and kind of have an opinion about something that's being remade when it's not simply a copycat of the original because if you're just remaking the same movie frame for frame with new technology I don't think people are going to like it. People are going to be like, it's the same fucking movie, but all you did was upgrade the technology available. That's not better. It's not better because the technology is more available, so, like, you have to change it. So, like, I, I can appreciate when a movie actually changes it. Like, I know Rob Zombie kind of did that with their version of Halloween, which really isn't a reboot, but it's kind of like their own thing. And I think I saw, like, half of the first one. Uh, of course, everybody got their opinions about it. I don't. I didn't finish it, so I don't know how much I would like the whole thing. But, like, yeah, I've heard so many weird things about that. I've heard things where, like, cause I was listening to something recently with one of the guys who helped Rob Zombie with the movie was talking about, it, and he said when he was working, when Rob, when they were working on it, uh, I think Harvey Weinstein was one of the people who were in charge of the film, so he was kind of giving him a hard time about the movie because they, he, they didn't, he didn't make the kind of movie that they wanted him to make, so he, it was kind of a shitty experience for him for like for Rob Zombie making it. So I've heard a bunch of things about as to why that movie ended up being the way it was. So. I didn't finish the film, so I can't really tell you whether I would like the whole thing or not. But the pieces I did see, I was like, that's interesting. But it wasn't like a frame-for-frame retelling, because that would just be useless. Um, That's not, in my opinion, that's, that's completely useless. Change it. Like Friday the 13th, even when they did that remake, which I know some, a lot of people didn't like, I didn't mind it. I thought the remake of the first one was pretty good. Was it exactly the same as the original first one? No, it was entirely different. In this case, Jason was like 
in the woods and shit. He was a borderline a survivalist, but like just really, really strong and booby trapped the entire place to like get where he needed to go and to capture people. It was very different, but I really, really appreciated it. I kind of wish he would have made more of it. So yeah, remakes can always be hit and miss, but I think it's really always comes down to what you're looking for in the remake. That's really what I think determines people's experience more than anything else. There's some, I feel like I talked about it before here in the podcast, but I don't remember. I don't know if it was on the podcast where I, I spoke to someone else about that, that there was a film that was a remake of another original and how it was literally the same movie. The same movie, <laughs> just with a new cast. I don't remember what it was, though. But that, that has happened before. Yes, that has happened. That does before. happen. That happens often. But they, they... And, um, but another example of like a remake that's done, it's the same, but it's like slightly different, I will say is, again, let the right one in. When that mm-hmm. movie was remade, it was the same film, except the role was kind of different. Because in the, and I think in the book as well, the role of the vampire had no gender. Yeah. It really didn't have a gender. I think it was a boy, but it, he kind of, like, they kind of like was just emphasizing that how like they didn't really have a gender. Where in the remake, it was a girl. Yeah, the American remake. But she right? referred to herself. Yeah, but she never really referred to herself as a girl because she was just like, well, I'm nothing. I'm a vampire. I'm a creature. Um, but I've heard from people who watched the original, who read the books, were just like, yo, this, this remake was fucking amazing, and I appreciate that shit. It was the same thing. Wasn't yeah. much changed. And I think you said that, too, about um, the Girl of Dragon Tattoo, the how it was the same movie, except it was... yeah. In English. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, for the girl with the dragon tattoo, uh, which we actually plan on doing at some point. Um, yeah, the, the Swedish version and the American version are, for the most part, the same film. They both follow the, the books, really, the book really closely. Um, the biggest difference between them is kind of like, uh, well, one was made by an American company versus like a Swedish company. But then, aside from that, uh, the ending kind of differs between the two of them. And, and that's kind of like, the only real big change between them honestly yeah i feel i think the remake was done by guy ritchie no i think it was david finch i know he used david fincher is that his name fincher i think something like that yeah i haven't seen it in a while i only saw it that one time with me and you when you remember we all saw it in theaters when we it was like the one time i saw it (laughs) yeah also fun fact that was also like our first Armin's and my first date. Oh, really? <laughs> we first started dating. That was our first official date. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. And now we're married. We're kind of <laughs> <years>, so. <laughs> basically. But uh, yeah, no. Ten years we're married. But yeah, yeah. remakes. Uh, yeah, remakes always hit miss. It depends on what you're looking for. And I think in this case, people. I think people still wanted like you know the swag of like Angelica Houston, but like it's Anne Hathaway, and it's like that's not fair to Anne Hathaway in my opinion. Uh, cause like it's, you step into the shoes of somebody who's already, who already did it. That's what makes remakes really hard. So you kind of eat the better of changing it entirely, which I know they change it in some ways. It's like, I think the remake takes place in Alabama during like the sixties. So it's like a black family, which th- that's nice. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely not opposed to that. So it's a black family. It's like a black kid and his black boy and his grandmother. I think the mother was like Octavia Spencer, if I recall. 
uh, and the boy, I forgot his name, but I think I've seen him in other stuff too. So yeah, it's like a black family and it takes place in Alabama, which is a little, they changed the setting for the most part. They made it America. Uh, so it's like, there are some, some changes there. Um, I can't speak for the rest of the movie because I haven't seen it, but uh, there, there were small changes like that. But if you came into it expecting Angelica Houston, like, yeah, you, you're going to be disappointed by default. That's just not what the movie was anymore. That was, watch the old one. <laughs> Stick to the old one. And I definitely think it was that. Because, I mean, yeah, if it's like a prom, I mean, look at how many times they remake Superman. Yeah. No matter who takes the mantle, they're always saying, well, they can't be like Christopher Reeve. Yep. And the actors themselves, all the actors, Tom Fiddle, like, I forgot his last name, but the guy who plays Clark in Smallville. Uh, Tom um, Welling. Yes, thank you, Tom Willing. Uh, Brandon something, something who did the, yes, and then this guy, uh, like, Henry Cavill. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm really bad with names. <laughs> it's cool. I don't know why those are all top of mind <laughs> for me right now because I'm usually shitty with names too. But I just remembered all of those. <laughs> yeah, all three of them have said they're not trying to be Christopher Reeve. They're not trying to do what he did. We're just trying to do our own version of Superman. Yeah. But every time when they wear the suit, because I remember, I remember Christopher Reeve made a cameo in Smallville. I believe he did. Yeah. Um, and then I believe the suit that they that in Superman Returns, I think, is the same suit. I think it might be the same suit that Christopher Reeve wore, or something similar. And then Brandon Roof was just like, I felt like his presence was on set with us filming it. And yeah. then um, with Henry Cavill, I don't know if you noticed, and I mean, I'm sure people, other, I don't know if other people noticed it and they made gifs of it. There's a scene when, like, the, like, the light is shining on him as Superman, and you see all the other past Superman faces morph into Henry Cavill. Yeah, I know a scene. And they about. did that to honor. Yeah, and they did it to honor. At first, when I saw the movie, I didn't notice Same. it. But then rewatching it again, I was like, "Wow, they really did that to honor everything." And again, they all said, "We're not trying to be Christopher Reeve." I remember when Christopher Reeve died, I was with my sister. Front page news: They're like, "Superman dies." Yeah, and they were just like, "Oh my god, Christopher Reeve is dead. Superman is dead." Because that's what they known him for. But again, and that happens a lot with any movie, any iconic movie. The same thing with like, you know, we've seen so many different Batman's. We've seen yep. so many different. Spider-Man's, yep. you know, we've seen so many different versions of everything, and so I think that is partially part of it. Cause I have seen people saying, "Well, Anne Hathaway this, Anne Hathaway that." Again, Anne Hathaway, I'm not diminishing who she is, she's an amazing actress. Yeah, for sure, she's very phenomenal, and she's and she's very versatile. Yeah, very Great versatile. Actress. Just because she doesn't have the same resting bitch face <laughs> and intimidating stature that Angelica Houston has, and that's what she's known for. Yeah. That is what you know her for. You, when you see her in a role, you know that's her. That is, again, that is her MO. You know you're going to see an interesting movie when she's like that. Yeah. Just because she doesn't have the personality does not mean she doesn't know how to do the role correctly. She was just doing, I'm sure, what she was told by the casting director, by the director himself, and then probably just trying to put her own Anne Hathaway spin on the role. So, yeah, I get it. I get people going to be like, woo, 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 woo. again, this is probably wasn't for you then. Yeah, word. This isn't for you. It's probably for someone else. It's probably for, like, another person. Probably new generation. Probably for, like, your kids. Yep. Exactly. It's probably for people who never really got a chance to watch the original. 
who never knew about the original. I mean, I'm sure there's parents that exist that are just like, yeah, we should watch this, and they'll compare and contrast, fine, but again, to, to say, like, well, the movie was this, didn't have the same, didn't have the same, like, luster of it, it wasn't the same film, it was different, it was this and that, and this and that, and, and I try to wonder, like, is it because it's not for you, or is it because you didn't like certain things that changed about the original? Because you know there's always some dumbass hater, <laughs> like, well, why do you pick a back family? <laughs> Why does that matter to you? Well, Why does that bother you? There's there's always that, and then there's always you know just the, any change because uh, you you see it even like mm-hmm. even in Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Like people people just they ain't gonna let Robert England live to be anything but Freddy. <laughs> just like Tony Todd with Candyman, like in the uh, the horror noir documentary when when Tony Todd took the role and he did it so well. I think he said the director or somebody on set looked at him and was like, you're going to be Candyman forever because it's just how because how well you do the role. People were just like, this is how we're going to define you for, for now on. Simple as that. And Robin England can't get past that. And I'm sure he ain't trying to get past it. But I mean, like, he's not going to live. Past, we probably won't even ever. People probably won't even ever appreciate Freddie again until he into like the day Robin England like can't do it or something physically or whatever. Because anyone who steps in the role, people are just like, nah, dude, you can't be Freddy. You ain't got the charisma of Freddy. You ain't got this. And I'm like, yo, you, you comparing one film to like eight? Like, come on. Like, Freddy didn't start funny. Like, Freddy evolved over the course of all of these films until like, we made him a pop icon that's funny. But the dude is like a child killer. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I get that people mm. love these figures. Yeah. But like, this is. In a way, this is what you're like memorializing. You're memorializing a child killing. You're like, yeah, nobody else can be this child killer but this one dude. And I know you like the character, and we turned him into a funny dude, and he started cracking jokes in all these other films. But like, that's what the character is, which is why I didn't mind the remake as much because I'm like, yeah, he's a killer. Like, he's not. He really kind of shouldn't be funny, but it's okay if he is. But it's also okay if someone chooses to not make them funny. So. You, yeah, you gotta just take it for what it is. Anne Hathaway's great. I've been a fan of her since Princess Diaries when I was like fucking eleven. <laughs> so like, I have nothing Same. against Anne Hathaway. She will always be the Same. character for Princess Diaries for me more than anything else. So yeah, I didn't see the 2020 movie. I don't really plan on it, but that's just me. But I wouldn't discourage anyone else from watching it if you want to see something new or if you think it'll be easier for your kids to see that version versus the '90s version, which was a little more gruesome. <laughs> no, it really was, and. To add on to that, so originally, Nicholas Reich showed the final cut. He was done filming. He was done doing all the film. He's done finished the editing. He showed the final cut to his son, and his son was so fucking traumatized. He was just like, all right, <laughs> I got to cut this shit down. <laughs> I could only imagine what he cut up because apparently it was so dark so scary i mean the final cut right now was fucking scary yeah <laughs> like, it's dark i can't imagine what else was in the film yeah so i could imagine what the final cut really was like what did it look like again if you still have these final cuts let it out <laughs> <laughs> for show was the final cut we want to see it yeah word I want to see it. I want to have fucking nightmares. I probably will have nightmares tonight, but I want to have full-on nightmares. Um, and yeah, he had to cut it. And the ending, too, apparently in the book, Luke never gets turned back into a boy. He stays his life forever <laughs> as a mouse with yeah. his grandmother. Crazy. Yeah, hunting hunting witches and stuff like that. Um, 
Nicholas and Jim Henson didn't really want to do that because they were like, okay, we traumatized these children enough. <laughs> let's just give them a happy ending <laughs> so they won't be scarred for life. So let's change him into a real boy. Yeah, the author, Dao, Rao Dao, was not happy yeah, about Yeah, he was so mad about it. Because, yeah, like his, his widow said, he fucking cried about it. He cried and was just like, how can you do this to my movie? I'm like, children are scared, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> but children are scared. And he was just like, and he told him, he was like, oh, don't credit me. Don't put my name in the credits because this is not my movie. Just because I changed the ending. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, bro, you traumatized children. Yeah, they should have just gave him a cut where <laughs> like, he'd stay the mouse and be like, yo, this one is for you, special. <laughs> Hold on to that one. This is Yeah, this is just I mean, they did. They had two endings. Yeah, they had two cuts of it. They had both because what they did was that they showed the audience both cuts to see which one they like more. Kind of, kind of similar to Jordan Peele when he had two endings for Get yeah. Out. So they decided to go with, with what the audience wanted, and it was Luke turning into a boy is what responded really well. For that, for the ending of him staying as a mouse, they were just like, oh my god, he's so sad. He was just like, yeah, we, we need a happy ending. These kids are going to be traumatized. <laughs> Get away, lost his parents. Theater. <laughs> yeah, leaving the theater crying. And like, well, he, he's dead a mouse, Mama. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not everybody could be like um, the land before time. Now, that shit was fucking traumatizing. <laughs> yeah, that's a horror movie in of itself. God, I don't want to think about it now. Fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, so again, the movie was really good. And I also like how there is some feminism tones about the film, too. That I didn't realize it until I was doing the research for the film. Mm-hmm. And they basically have said that how, like, comparing, well, they're, they're, it was mostly mentioning uh, Bruno's dad, how he was always so charmed at the Grand Witch. He was just like, oh, yeah, you're just, I never know a woman yeah. like you. You're magnificent. You're this, you're that. And his wife's looking at him like, you son of a fuck. <laughs> um, and one of the things that they highlighted in a feminism article I read was that how the male gaze endangers men. But the female gaze can kill them. And that is what shows here. All these men, all these people were always attracted. But she didn't really give a shit. Not she at all. She was like, I don't care about you guys. And she always used to say that how like he's disgusting. She was like, oh, that man's disgusting. Who is that? Oh, God, I hope he doesn't grow up to be the man. Like, he's, not, he's never going to grow up to be like a man like him. Like, oh, he's disgusting. <laughs> she was like, I'm not with that shit. I'm a witch and I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't need no man. I just need my cat. Word. Um, but yeah, like I, I would say that I definitely like that, and I can see that here. Yeah. Because those women, none of those women really had had, had husbands. You notice that all the women that were witches never don't have husbands. None of them. Yeah, and they kind of make the point. I think they said in the books that like witches kind of are basically genderless. That's just kind of like the the appearance they choose to take on. Because they feel like it would be mm -hmm. easier to um, fulfill their plans, which makes the most sense. But uh, yeah, no, you're right. It uh, about that like how the male gaze could get dudes killed. Because I I kind of mentioned it a little bit when we did the Get Out episode. Where I'm just like, you know, dudes will put themselves in danger <laughs> for an attractive woman. They will put themselves in danger. They don't consider it danger because they're like, man, worst cooking, worst coming worse. I could probably punch it. I could punch my way through it. But uh, 
I'm sure there's a lot of dudes who are dead who thought they could punch their way out of certain things, but uh, they were either outsmarted or maybe even overpowered by the person that they underestimated purely because they found him attractive. So, yeah, no, I, I, I agree 100% with that analysis. I was thinking about that when I was reading the article, too, and I was like, yeah, that, that's right. That's right. We, we all know somebody who put themselves in harm's way for somebody they were attracted to. Yeah, but this movie is just definitely fun. It's like, wow, I'm still just like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I want to know what was cut. You need to take out the original cut, man. I wonder if it's in DVD or not. I don't know. But if it is, I fucking want yeah. it. I want to see the original cut. I want to see the deleted scenes. I want to see what was disturbing about it. Same. <laughs> that they were just like, yeah, we can't show this. I mean, it's Jim Henson. What was so disturbing that Jim Henson said we can't show this? I want to know. I'm very Same. curious. I would love to see it as well. So, yeah, that's really my last note. Like, I would love to see that. I feel like we're going to be doing that, for, saying this for a lot of episodes because it, it really sucks when these movies kind of get. You know, they have to get changed before they get released. And they get changed even more when they get released from country to country. So it kind of makes you go, ah, I want to see, like, the craziest version of this movie. Well, for, for better or worse, I kind of want to see it just to know. So, But uh, no, I'm happy you enjoyed the movie. This was a, it was a fun movie to revisit. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, give it a watch. Whether you have kids or not, or nieces and nephews, it would be a fun watch. Uh, definitely gauge how much you traumatize them, because the witches look crazy as fuck in this movie. <laughs> But yeah, that's all I got to say on that part. I'll let Jackie take us up. Yeah, again, like this is a great gateway. We talked about this before with kids in horror, like gateway movies to introduce children to. This is definitely one of them. Um, and yeah, such a. I have nothing else to say. I I just want the final cut. Show <laughs> me the final cut. <laughs> I want to see the final cut. Want to see it? Um, I do. But but yeah. Uh, I loved it. It's a great movie. I can see how Hocus Pocus took from this movie. There's elements mm-hmm. of it that they took from Hocus Pocus, so I get it. Um, but yeah, it's just really amazing. Um, and with that, there's a couple more days to Halloween. I say a couple more days, but really just, you know, I forgot how many days. I can like count. But I hope it's almost there. Almost there. <laughs> I know, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with that, I would say, ooh, let's go, goodbye.